Hey guys, it's me, Danielle Frank from Beauty Uncovered podcast by Olaplex. Have you heard about the new feature on Spotify where you can rate your favorite podcasts? Well, we would appreciate if you jumped on there and gave us a rating because it's super easy, doesn't take a lot of time, really zero effort, and it would mean the world to me. So with that being said, I thank you and let's move on to the podcast. Welcome back to Beauty Uncovered by Olaplex, your expert guide to beauty, health, and wellness. I'm your host, Danielle Frank, and on today's episode, I want to make sure that I am living it up and having a grand old time and having adventures Mm -hmm. and growing and embracing my beauty that I have, not just, you know, on the exterior. I mean, yeah, sure. I like looking beautiful, but I feel as <laughs> the happier I am and the more engaged I am, the more I have people saying, oh my God, you look beautiful. Welcome back to Beauty Uncovered, my friend. No, you're not crazy. It's Thursday, not Monday when we usually release our episodes. Well, as of this week, I'm hopping on here on Thursdays to discuss with all my friends about some of our own personal discoveries and opinions on beauty, health, and wellness. I also want to discuss yours. So join in on the conversation. If you are on Apple Podcasts, write in the comments your thoughts, and I'll choose one that we can all discuss. Or you can email at beautyuncovered at olaplex.com. And maybe you could be chosen to come on our Thursday discussion panel. With that being said, this week, I've invited my friend Brittany Meeks to expand on a conversation we were having just last night, and it was about our growth over the past few decades and why, you may ask. Well, I am celebrating a monumentous day this week. It's my birthday this week, and as with any birthday that ends with a zero, a lot of emotions come along with it. So I was thinking about our conversation last night. Admittedly, we had to stop it because I feel like we had to come on here and continue it. We were talking about birthdays because like Mm -hmm. I said, my birthday's this week. I'm turning 50. I think a lot of people have connotations to an age, right? But Mm -hmm. here's what I've been thinking about since we talked. Is it just me? Or every time we reach an age with a zero at the end. And I don't even care if it's 10 years old. Yeah. There's always a certain degree of like, whoa. (laughs) There is. And even if you go to the grocery stores, I mean, you look at the candles and it's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. So Mm -hmm. everywhere, it's definitely separated out like that. So So here's my thought. Like I was starting to think about, okay, when I was 10, when I was 20, when I was 30. Now, I had different reactions for each one. The truth is, is I was awkward as hell in my teenage years. <laughs> Who isn't? No, there are people that are not. It's true. These influencers you know that they make are. it look so easy. <laughs> but I, I, I honestly, it's very funny because now that I reflect back on it, I, I wish I had a better experience in my teenage years where I was really, okay, so it goes back to even beauty. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that the society standards of beauty is so pervasive to young adults oh, yeah. um, that 
it actually affected my self-worth. I can honestly say it was me because I have siblings that are women Mm -hmm. that didn't have the same experience that I did. So it wasn't just my family, you know? Yeah. But honestly, I really felt like I was ugly, that I had moments. I I, I wasn't ugly. I would even say average. Mm -hmm. And that I couldn't achieve the standards that everybody was touting at that time. And for me, it was probably the supermodel 80s, late 80s, going into the 90s. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's what I grew up with. And you look back and it was so incredibly unhealthy. And I think that's when we speak about age, I actually was thinking about it after we spoke last night. The only thing that I think about getting older is I wish I could just go back in time and look at that 16-year-old girl and just tell her, this isn't everything. Nobody cares. Everything's going to be okay. You know, it's very funny because I think in some ways I understood that in my teenage years and you're kind of living with your parents and everything, you're in a bubble. But Mm -hmm. I think I allowed it to affect so much of my psyche that I could not be a part of that society. I could not be a part of that. So I didn't embrace anything. So I wasn't very quiet. I wasn't daring. I wasn't... I mean, that's not true. I was an exchange student when I was 16. Yeah. But I removed myself from this culture (laughs) for a year and then came back and I went right back to it. I don't like a lot of my self-esteem issues and why I didn't pursue certain things in life. I actually can track it back to that kind of feeling. I mean, is it Mm -hmm. just me? No, and it doesn't go away. It really doesn't. I mean, all of the parties, all of the pool parties are just going to... I grew up in a mountain town and everyone would go to the river. And I was so incredibly mortified about being in a swimsuit around people. I wouldn't show up. And now I just, I want to kick myself because I forwent fun because I didn't, because of something that was in my head. So I was sitting there reflecting on, I'm like, okay, in my twenties, I actually was excited to get to 20, um, Mm -hmm. only because I just thought for some reason, some magical wand was going to appear and bing. And then suddenly I was going to be that ugly duckling thing. And the truth is is that even if it was, I probably didn't feel it. So it Mm -hmm. didn't really matter. But as I got older, it's very interesting Every like when I hit my 30s, I was like, oh my God, this is horrible. I just wasted all of my 20s. <laughs> exactly. I was in the the exact same boat where the worry. Why did I worry? But I find myself still doing it. So this is, I'm actually excited to talk about it because you have to take a step back and say, oh my gosh, I'm doing the same things. Mm-hmm. Why am I not taking this step? Why am I not going to this event? Why am I not doing X, Y, Z? And you know, when I say this out loud, I'm going to be 40 looking back saying, why didn't I do all of this when I was in my 30s? You know? So I and guess the funny thing is I don't even cycle. think I don't even think I was as conscious enough to really understand that a lot of my choices or the opportunities that might've passed me by or things I didn't go after was partially my self-esteem. I don't even think I was conscious of it. I just sat there like, God, you know, is this, is this it? (laughs) I'm like, is this Mm -hmm. it? But it wasn't, and it was funny because when I turned 40, I was so sad 
I was so incredibly sad. I sat there thinking, oh my gosh, here I am at midlife, whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was, I was thrilled. I had these three beautiful boys. I, I don't want to take away from that, but I felt as though, you know, what more could there be? Like, this is it. This is it. But with that being said, like literally my forties was the most growth I ever did in my life. The more I, I just didn't care anymore about what anybody thought. Um, Mm -hmm. I, anything I was afraid of, I, I remember making the conscious decision. If I was afraid of it, I was going to take literally physically take a step forward and volunteer. <gasps> I love that. Yeah. I love that. I had to physically do it because if I didn't physically, if I was in a crowd of people and they were saying, who wants to try this out? Even if it was something like in the mall and they were sitting there doing a demonstration, who wants to, I would step forward every single thing. And I'd be like, what am I doing? <laughs> but there's power in that. There's power in saying yes. There really is. And I definitely think a lot of us don't do enough of it. I mean, especially after COVID, how comfy is it to finish your day of work and go straight to the couch? It's work if someone says, would you like to meet me for a drink? I'm like, oh my God, I haven't worn jeans in two months. You want me to put some real clothes on and go out in public? But and it also feels like a big deal too, right? Because we have to like, depending on where you live, obviously, you know, there's, there's a lot of processes now, you know, so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things to consider. It takes more effort. I think, don't get me wrong. Do I love working from home? Hell yeah. Me too. (laughs) But with that being said, you know, I do miss walking out and having more experiences. And I feel like the world is getting to that point where we have to, we have to find our way of having that experience. Exactly. I don't know. But I, so, so here I am. And I was thinking about this because now I, I want your opinion. <laughs> I want your opinion because here I am turning 50, right? Now, again, that zero I think that there's a connotation. I mean, I look back on pictures of my mom and my grandmother and and, and mm-hmm. beyond of 50. Damn, they're old. Oh, sorry, mom. <laughs> no, um, no, seriously. But I wouldn't say, damn, you're old with mom in all honesty, because she was always kind of, I mean, granted, you know, she was an interesting character. All right. So normally in our family, like we do this whole thing where if we're having a birthday, it's week long. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly think, well, I think the tradition stem from two things. I think because I raised with, you know, 10 brothers and sisters, you just never knew who was going to be around to have the birthday cake. You mm-hmm. want as many as people could be there. But also I think 11 kids, my parents probably forgot some of our birthdays and they made it. A week. <laughs> so now, so my philosophy has always been, you know, celebrate your birthday for a week. Also understand my mom loved a good party. Like she would have ice cream parties for Susan B. Anthony day. You know, she like love it. Yeah. No, she would, she would do that kind of stuff all the time. So it's just, it didn't always fall on the day it was supposed to. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I was in there. So Ray, our coworker and my dear friend, he was like, Oh, you should do 50 days of 50, but there's (gasps) a part of me. I I like that. But the other part of me is like, no, I just, you know, Instead of like, normally if you were turning, you know, 37 
you know, 38, 42, whatever, you celebrate your birthday, it's another year and you're looking at that. In a weird way, when you get to 40, you're entering a decade. It's not just your turn 40. You're Mm -hmm. entering into a decade and same with 50. So I feel like it should be a year. Yeah. It's I mean, why not? It really is. But now I feel like because of the fact that, you know, 40 just shocked me so much at how amazing it was and how like transformative. Mm -hmm. Um, And I say that not even lightly. I am definitely not the same person I was in my 30s and 20s. It is completely different. So now I sit here and I think, I gotta like, I don't know if I should set goals or I don't know. See, but this is where the pressure comes in too, because it is kind of stressful. Should I be doing X, Y, Z? Should I be doing this? But I think if you twist it, I love that you said your mom had ice cream parties for Susan B. Anthony Day, because I do think that little moment doesn't have to be huge, but a little moment every day. Well, my mom really thought that the fact that, you know, Susan B. Anthony was a big deal. She had a little bit of a feminist, but... (laughs) Woman after my own heart. But she also celebrated Arbor Day. So, you know, go hug a tree. So, (laughs) but I, yeah, I keep on thinking to myself, I want to say I always was, but obviously I wasn't. But certainly now in the past 10 years and beyond, I want to be a person of growth. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to sit on my laurels, which brings up the person we were talking about last night. Yes. Yes. We were talking about Iris Apfel. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know who Iris Apfel, you should <laughs> go her up because I want to be her when I grow up. Oh, uh, me too. Me too. And I think it's that, you know, again, I think that previously in society, you get to a certain age and you're basically done. Mm-hmm. Um, you're retired. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that if that's a path that you want to take. But the truth is, is that, I don't know, like life is very finite. And so I want to make sure that I am living it up and having a grand old time and having adventures mm-hmm. and growing and embracing my beauty that I yes. have, not just, you know, on the exterior. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, like, I like looking beautiful, but I feel as... <laughs> The happier I am and the more engaged I am, the more I have people saying, oh my God, you look beautiful. Mm -hmm. It really does come from the inside out. It really does. And I think that's what's so exciting with every age. My mom actually looks at some of my best friends that I grew up with and says they just get more and more beautiful the older they get. And I do think that about most women and people is... The more experience you have, the more confidence you gain, you are going to start shining from the inside out. And I, what I ask of you is I want you to be the Iris Apple because then I, <laughs> I look to you and then I say, I want to be the Danielle. And that's it's, what I ask of you is oh. do you and do something amazing every single day this year. So then I can take note and do the same. I don't know if I could do something amazing every day. I mean, even if it's just getting a coffee, like that's something. There's that. I think that it is definitely getting more interesting. And I feel like having these adventures and also exploring things that 
we even explore on the podcast every single week because I have so many aha moments Mm -hmm. where I'm like, wow, either I didn't know it or I had to take a moment where I thought I understood it. And then I look back and I go, no, no, I really didn't. And the growth that I feel like I'm getting from it is actually extraordinary. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful for it. What would you want to hear about? I think what I always want to pay forward, I have a lot of cousins who are female Gen Z. And what I always want to pay forward is advice so they don't make the same mistakes I do. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I always ask of women, especially we have so many amazing women at Olaplex and leadership. I mean, we have the jackpot. And I I always ask of advice because I think the best gift you can give someone is knowledge and not to necessarily do something that they did that they messed up on. So for example, with my cousins, I was never taught to negotiate for pay. You just took Mm. what you took and that was it. So I'm very adamant if they get a job offer, I want to talk to them about it. I want to see what we can ask. I want to see how they feel. And I want to give them the knowledge that I didn't necessarily have when I was their age. So I think that's the best thing that anyone turning a milestone age can give is here is my gift to you from what I've learned from places that I've maybe tripped up a little that I don't want you to trip up as well. I'm like really fascinated by that idea because as you're talking about it, I'm thinking about the kind of advice that my mother gave me as you know I got older, my grandmother or whatever. And the truth is, is that society has changed so much so uh, during my lifetime that like in a weird way, we're learning a different curve, especially as women. We've talked about this before. Like Gen Z is like my favorite. I love it. I mean, it's not it. just because of my younger children. You know, my children are Gen Z, but I think it's the power that they take yes. is amazing. Yeah. It, there is some things that I feel as though we're passing down that we wish we knew. Correct. Uh, that we were able to embrace our power with certain things that mm-hmm. we don't want them to have that same stigma just because society has said it so does not mean like they are literally looking at social constructs and breaking it down. I know boots on the ground and it is so admirable. And like you said, let's build them up. Let's Mm -hmm. build them up. Let's let them have their voice because it is so incredibly exciting. I mean, as we talked about the skinny models from the eighties and nineties, I mean, that really is what shaped both of our self-esteem, it didn't really taper off until very recently. And as things change, you know, it just, it gets me more and more excited. I wish I would have had plus size role models when I was growing up because I stood alone. I wish I had so many of the things that they have. And instead of being envious, what else can I give them? And what women else can I do to build you up? As well, I mean, I know I can't even... I now it like, of course, in retrospect, you know, you look back and you realize that we were just sold one thing Mm -hmm. and, and not that was it. Yeah. And I think it affected all women, not just women of color. It affected all of us in our perspective of the world in general. And, and I think that it is so important to have that kind of representation. I, it's so funny as you were talking about that, I was looking at pictures just recently because I'm, I'm going through a phase where I am taking all the pictures from my older children. I have to admit with Gunnar, he's 12. Most of his stuff is digital. 
Yeah. And I mean, that I don't have as yeah, many of copies, but with Wolfgang and Joey, oh my God, the amount of pictures I have is astronomical. So I've been sorting them out and give it like, this is more Wolfgang stuff. This is more Joe stuff. And I'm finding pictures from like the early 2000s and stuff like that, where there was that whole like super, super skinny anorexic chic thing going on. And I I know myself, I was so skinny at that time. And I remember for some reason, I was under the impression that I was fat. Mm -hmm. I was actually a fitness trainer and, and all this stuff. And I just remember obsessing over it. And again, this goes back to the wisdom as we get older, not to get caught up in all of that and just embrace for what our bodies and our beauty really is, which is, you know, I provided life for three human beings. It's not going to look like a 20 year old or anything like that. And that is okay. Not only is it okay, it's beautiful. And Mm -hmm. um, the person that is, you know, taking care of their family and working really hard and doing the best they can, their body is serving them. So that is beautiful. And we should all really embrace that. Well, I think we moved, we migrated from skinny to strong. And that is truly what gets me so excited is I, like you, there's, there's this kind of jokey meme that said, I wish was the size I was when I thought I was fat. Because you look back and you say, oh my gosh, I wasn't at all by any means. But at the time, it is so all-consuming. But the older I get, the more it shifts to... I want to be able to lift heavy things. I want to be able to, you know, have a guy at Home Depot think I can't pick it up and I pick it up. Pretty, that takes effort. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, you know, it's very funny because like I said, I was in the fitness industry. I got into it in my, probably around the time I was around 20, somewhere Mm -hmm. on there. Mm -hmm. Um, And literally the reason I did it, because I was always a little bit fluffy, Mm -hmm. a little bit. I did it because you had to pay me to work out. I'm not kidding. And I stayed in that industry for a good 15 plus years. And as soon as I was done, I'm not saying I totally dropped it. I still, you know, I did a half marathon here and there and everything. But over the years, it's like, that takes effort. (laughs) And I actually was in the like, maybe I should like get certified and go back to teaching classes because, you know, maybe I would work out more because you have to pay me to oh, do that stuff. that's so funny. It's it is. It is. And teaching is fun. I actually... As a fitness instructor, right? I hate it. No, I think that's the most relatable thing. The hardest part about working out is getting to the gym, is turning the class on, is getting ready Lo and behold, that is the hardest part. I don't care who you are. If you have blood running through your veins, that is the most difficult part. And that got you there. So for someone to have a teacher that's like, this sucks, but we're all in this together is amazing. I actually do think that maybe that should be one of those goals in the next year. Because I sit here and I think to myself that like, even especially as I'm doing the podcast and I'm really recognizing, like I said, the mind-body connection and also really the amount of energy that you pour through your skin and everything Mm -hmm. when you're feeling really good about yourself. That is a component I don't work on really very much. I mean, other than being careful with what I eat and stuff. But, you know, 
the inner work, I'm real, I'm all about it. I do it. I do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to the, the physical, see, what's right, funny I, is I'm inverse. I'm completely inverse where I do the physical. That's my anxiety reliever, but the inside work, I'm like kicking the can every day. I just see the can and I kick it down the block. And the next day I kick the can down the block. So I'm completely opposite. Maybe this should be, oh, ooh, maybe, maybe we work together. Right? Yeah. Coming on here today, I'm going to be like, Brittany, maybe that should be something that's like a year goal for you, just like me. Because let me tell you, like I, I kind of actually, and I only just thought about it this morning, you know, technically our one year anniversary is this month as well. And then of course it's my birthday month. So I feel a little bit like, Ooh, that's a great time for us to like reset goals and reset things yeah. that we want to do and be reflective of the things we've learned. So Brittany. <laughs> All right. I'm in it. I'm in. All right. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to choose something that you're gonna do. And we'll 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 follow up back with you. Okay. Definitely. And Definitely. Then, but you see, I'm saying that and I'm like, oh shoot, that means I gotta commit. Uh- <laughs> All right, I'll start. We'll get everyone at Old Plex I'll to do start today, not tomorrow. There I will go. too. That's... I will too. Solidarity. All right, girl. <laughs> well, have a great weekend and happy, happy day to you. And I'm going to enjoy my birthday. Happy birthday week <laughs> and month and year and everything. And I hope you have the best, best, best time. Thank you, honey. All right, bye. Never forget everything you want to be, you already are. You are simply on the path of uncovering it. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Beauty Uncovered. To know more about Olaplex and its beauty technology, visit olaplex.com. You can also subscribe to get the latest updates on emerging beauty trends and innovation. Join us again next time as you continue to uncover your unique beauty here on Beauty Uncovered.